Hello, and welcome back to Harry Potter Movie Magic Time. Woo! I still haven't hmm. thought of another name for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> this week, it's Prisoner of Azkaban time. Before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Brandon. Hello, Brandon. How are you today? Hi. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm McKenna. That's me. And that's Brandon. <laughs> Yep, we're here. We're talking we're Harry here. Potter. Woohoo! Harry Potter time. Harry Potter time! Some would argue, best time. And that's some. A Harry Potter to all those who celebrate. Exactly. It's it's the Harry Potter season of the year, as mm-hmm. you know. From from our family to yours, <laughs> we wish you a Harry Potter. Yes, exactly, exactly. 100%. We got to get that on a, we, we, we put that on a <laughs> card. <laughs> Send that out to all my family and friends. absolutely absolutely i love it (laughs) so before we get into the stats and figures and trivia fun times um what were your thoughts on prisoner of azkaban man this movie slaps (laughs) it it, it's moving real quick it's got a lot going on all the time it's a fun one it Uh, is yeah it's I, i think it's my favorite I would imagine we finished this, and this one's my favorite. I remember really liking the seventh one, mm-hmm. but like this movie's got a lot of style. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, got a lot. It's, it uh, it rips. It really uh, hell yeah. It's 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 a very entertaining watch. Oh, it's, and it's not over two and a half hours like the first two and like especially <laughs> when you compare it to the last two movies that we watched where they're like they're good right and like i was enjoying watching them but like and eh, checking out a little bit in the middle part and it's getting a little long getting a, you know really checking my phone here and there this movie's just like going it's always doing something pretty cool and like cut out a lot of the the stuff that didn't need to be there i I, I agree. As much I love Harry Potter, it is my number one love in life. I, the first two movies, yeah. Now that I watched them, because I hadn't watched the first movie in a bit. I did watch Chamber of Secrets recently, but yeah, I was I was checking stuff and like, oh, <laughs> uh, there's still movies a- and books are different, you know. They're they, uh, they don't work the same. No, no, little no fact. They don't. They're not the same. <laughs> not the same medium. Yeah, I, I, it's nice that, like, Christopher Columbus seemed to very much be, like, because I, th- I think J.K. Rowling's, like, a producer in all these movies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she was, like, very important. Like, we gotta, everything's gotta stay faithful to the books and stuff. And Christopher Columbus was, like, very, like, working with her, very, like, slave to the books, doing everything. Yeah. And uh, Alfonso Cuaron came in here and was just like, look, I get it. We're gonna We're gonna do the book, but, like, you know, we gotta make a movie here. Right, exactly, exactly. He added he added he added a lot to this to to the series. So uh the the movie, budget of hundred thirty million, box office seven hundred ninety seven million. It was released uh in the UK May thirty first, two thousand four and in the US June fourth, two thousand four. Um it, it, it was the second highest grossing film of 2004. Can you do you want to take a guess on what the first highest grossing film was? 2004. What a year. Um, I don't know. What was it? It was Shrek 2. 
Shrek 2, of course. <laughs> of course. My favorite of the Shreks, I think. Another legendary franchise, you know, just battling it out. Oh, yeah. It, it keeps it keeps losing, like, the best franchises of the 2000s, first to Lord of the Rings and then mm-hmm. to Shrek. It, it, it really does. It's... Man, I wish I could remember that time, <laughs> but I was too oh. young. I wonder if any of these movies are going to be the biggest movie of the year. Ooh, I I would be very interested to find out. Because um, you would you would imagine that the, one of the last ones was, but I remember like yeah. I think Seven came out in like 2012, right? Which is like the same year as Avengers. 2010. 2010. Okay. Yeah, 2010, 2011 were the last two movies. Ooh, I could. Ooh, 2012. Ooh, ooh, what if? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, hmm. It would maybe. Was, Maybe we'll in get another there. universe we'll see um it was the first harry potter film to use imax technology and release into imax theaters now i really want to see the harry potter movies in imax because that seems like fun yeah i i there's there's not really any shots i could pick up in this where i was like oh man that's like a really wide shot or anything mm-hmm. um maybe like the the uh where they're fighting the tree Maybe, maybe that was shot for IMAX. Because that, that, that did it looked there. Are, there are certain parts of that that looked a little strange. Yeah. I wonder if that was. Uh, wonder if that was like done for IMAX. Oh, that, oh. Fonzo Curran, come on the show. So it had. <laughs> I know he's. I know he's listening. Yeah. Uh, Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Um, it had two Oscar nominations for best original music score, um, which was also nominated for a Grammy. Um, as well as best visual effects, both lost, but you know they still got those noms. The the score is really good in this. Yes, um, and especially some of the stuff that's not really the score, like when they do the something wicked this way comes. Yes, that yes. song, that song slaps. I remember reading Macbeth in high school and be like, oh, that's the that's the Preserve Azkaban song. <laughs> that's, that's that's where that comes yeah, from. The version they do in this is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yeah, good, good for the first night at Hogwarts. Yeah, I'm glad we're playing this song. <laughs> right. Smart guys. Um, <laughs> the uh, the visual effects don't hold up super well in this movie, no. unfortunately. No, I like I pretty much everything that's not CG mm-hmm. looks pretty good. Buckbeat actually, for the most part, I think. Sometimes Buckbeat is, I think, a puppet, and sometimes I think it's mm-hmm. uh, CG. Yeah. And Buckbeat's probably the thing that looks the best in this movie. Mm-hmm. The werewolf effects and the um, the dog don't look very good. No. The Dementors look pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, for the most part. I believe they're puppets, um, most of them, or like the oh, really? ones that you see, like. I would believe that, yeah. I think I it probably only gets when there's like a bunch of them yeah, that they, yeah. they CG it. Mm-hmm. Um and then the tr- the the tree um mm-hmm. the what's 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 the tr- the, the whomping willow. willow. The when it when it has like the follow cuz they keep using it as like establishing shots for the um the seasons. Uh-huh, right. Like like so. you get it when it's like the fall and it shakes all its leaves off and stuff. Those scenes look really cool and those I actually really like those scenes. It's like bookmarking where we're at in the story but like when they when they go to fight the whomping willow at the end that scene does not look good Mm -mm. no (laughs) oh not yeah the mm, the mm, lupa turning into a werewolf 
spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and like in the in Wormtail turning back into a rat. Ugh, ugh. Okay. Yeah, that, that's really. I, I I love the werewolf design that Lupin still has. This like weird kind of gross comb over when he's a werewolf. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh yeah, that's that that's Lupin. Look at his hair. You can tell. Uh, Alfonso Cron. He was uh, one of many considered directors. So originally, Chris Columbus was signed on for all all the movies. But mm-hmm. then he realized he wouldn't really watch his kids grow up, so he stepped back and he was producer on this film and then completely left the uh, franchise for the fourth movie. Um, so some other considered directors, um, Ken, oh, I always mess up his last name, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, he was considered and... Uh, can I read my Kenneth Branagh right? would have done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes, yes. And M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, Shyamalan, I think, might have made a pretty good movie here. He's the weakest of all those directors. Um, Kenneth Branagh would have been really interesting. Uh, he's done he's done a lot of Shakespeare stuff. I, mm-hmm. I think if they wanted to keep the tone of the first two movies, he would have been really, really good for that. Yeah. Um, Guillermo del Toro would have been an interesting choice, but uh, he. So I guess he was he he was in talks at some point to do one of the movies early on, mm-hmm. and then he did not like the interpretation that C- Christopher Columbus had with the first two movies, and yeah. so he left. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted uh, yeah he 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 like wanted it to be like weird and Dickensian and I don't know. Uh, yeah. I like Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I'm not sure he would have been great at making a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> Um, but I, 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 I like the idea of like a hard shift in tone mm-hmm. for the third one. Yeah. Cause it's like, now they're definitely teenagers. Like this is the transition into like, oh, shit's about to get real. And it's yeah. like, it's sort of needed. Like things are established at this point. Like it's time to go. It's go time, baby. The vibe, the vibe changes quite a bit in this movie. Yes, um, like uh, they didn't redesign the Hogwarts, um, the set. They had like the, the massive model mm-hmm. that they used, right. but um, I guess they expanded it out mm-hmm. like a lot and yeah. like uh, redesigned it. They made it a lot bigger and like they brought this like kind of weird. The castle's not like really pristine, and it doesn't really feel like a castle anymore. Like everything's kind of like wonky and tilted, and like yeah, and it's it's. I think that vibe kind of sticks through with the the rest of the movies, if mm-hmm. I can remember right. Like instead of trying to make everything like super pretty and like wizardy classic looks, everything's just like it's kind of normal, but it's just like a bit weirder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, like I don't want I want to go to Hogwarts. The magic gets kind of grungy, like like the yes. night bus is like weird and kind of everything. <laughs> everything in this movie is just kind of like dirty, and <laughs> it's it's neat. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Like I like the the dirt. Um, when Alfonso Cron joined on, 
for for Prisoner of Azkaban. The, his first character exercise he did with the trio from Ryanie, Ron, and Harry. He asked them to write an essay about their characters' lives in the first-person point of view from birth up until they discovered magic. And Emma Watson, who plays Hermione, she wrote ten pages. Dan Radcliffe, who plays Harry, wrote exactly two. And Rupert Grant wrote nothing. He never turned it in. And when he was questioned about it, he was like, Ron wouldn't do it, so why would I? And Alfonso Crow was like, you understand your characters perfectly. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't have written anything either. <laughs> be like, look, man, I've been playing this character for like four years now. You didn't even read the books before you showed up on set, <laughs> man. So don't be coming talking to me about understand. who understands the characters. <laughs> you make a great point. Yeah. I probably would have gotten the Emma Watson route and wrote a novel. You probably did without being assigned that. Maybe. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny my uh, extensive Harry Potter notes and essays. Um, this movie also had uh, costume changes. So the uniforms, the students sort of could do whatever they could wear it however they wanted. Um, so like some students just wear it, like perfectly. Others had like their ties undone, shirts untucked. Um, and there was more like muggle clothing while they were out and about um to add sort of personality to 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 the characters and, and whatnot um they also added uh uh wands or, or yeah i mean they had wands before but like wand designs for everybody um to 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 add more personality and everything which i always thought was pretty cool because i like That's... the wand designs the all the wand designs are really cool because like obviously if 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 you if you're into Harry Potter at all, you know what all the wands look like because they sell them and <laughs> they're everywhere. Um, that's I'm surprised they didn't do stuff like that earlier on. I mean, I guess it was like before the kids were teenagers and stuff, so it's like yeah, put them in the robes and just do the thing or whatever. Right. But like, yeah, adding personality to the characters. I mean, that is that is one thing that's actually kind of like bad about the first two ones is mm -hmm. that like the characters are just like very like not really even archetypal they're just like there yeah right like harry's j harry doesn't have a personality trait outside of like he's the special boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like like you can see like the the weird way harry wears his tie in this movie where mm -hmm. he's got like the the back end of the tie is like super long mm -hmm. like like he doesn't know how to tie a tie <laughs> Like and yeah, I I like that they're not always in their their uniforms. Like they they wear their uniforms for class, and then any time right. else that you see them, they're in street clothes. Yeah, that's like that's how you would be at a boarding school. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to Harry's fashion sense of just pretty much wearing a hoodie all the time because that that is me. Smart, it's, it is. The hoodies are so. Uh, why not? It's, and plus, you're up in Scotland. It's chilly up there i think i don't know i've never been there it seems cold it probably is yeah it's a it's more it, up there northern yeah chilly yeah um <laughs> go, yeah yeah scotland it's the night bus <laughs> the night bus scene uh, yeah several weeks to shoot that so the how they did it they had the bus 
was going 30 miles per hour or 48 kilometers, uh, yeah, an hour. And the surrounding cars were going 8 miles per hour or 13 kilometers per hour. And then there were stunt people. So any person that you saw were stunt people who were trained to walk slow. So then when it was all, like, sped up, it seemed <laughs> the night bus was going real fast. And it nice. Really slow. Nice. Yeah, it's, Smart. It's very smart. <laughs> and then um, Flitwick. Um, so, <sighs> Flitwick, he's not technically in this movie, but Warwick Davis, who plays Flitwick, uh-huh. wasn't originally supposed to be in this movie. But they were like, yo, he could just be the choir director of the of the Toad Choir. And so they like put him in a different costume from the first two movies. But then the director who came on for the next movie, uh, Mike Newville, I think. he drew, That uh, sounds right, yeah. Yeah. I can never remember if it's Mark or Mike. Anyway, um, he liked the the design, the costume from Prisoner of Aspen so much. He was like, yeah, Footwork's just going to wear that. And then they just kept it for the rest of the movies, which so that's like why Flitwick Wasn't has such he like doing concert directing in one of the earlier movies? I didn't didn't he like do do a choir thing? I don't before? think so. Or maybe I just maybe I just I've always assumed that was Flitwick and never questioned oh, maybe. it. <laughs> yeah. That could be it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like why not? Like why not have him also do Yeah, exactly. The choir. I don't know. Yeah, when I think choir director I think Flitwick. Yeah, yeah. You think Wicket the Ewok? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. It's who who wouldn't you know? Um, and then Crookshanks. Oh, the cat who plays Crookshanks. There's two. There are two cats, and their names were Crackerjack and Pumpkin. <laughs> so cute. Um, that 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 fact was mainly for me. It's because I thought it was adorable. <laughs> So, another big change from this movie is Dumbledore, or yep. the actor who plays Dumbledore. So, Richard Harris died um, before the second movie came out, so they had to recast him. So, some contenders. Um, Sir Christopher Lee, who turned it down uh, because he didn't, because he was speculated to be the new Dumbledore, like, immediately after Harris died, and he didn't like how soon that speculation started, so he's like, nah. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen, who, uh, also turned it down, uh, because he said he, he already played, uh, old wizard guy. Yep. In he Lord of the Rings. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, apparently, Richard Harris said he wasn't a great actor, so, uh. Wow. Ian McKellen's like, all I mean, right. From what I've heard, Richard Harris was kind of a dick, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Peter O'Toole. Uh, there was concerns that he would make it through the rest of the films. And they would yeah, have they to already did that once. Don't do that again. <laughs> exactly. Which he actually made it. He died in 2013, and the last movie came out in 2011. But I understand the concerns. Well, he would have got there. He would have. And uh, Sir Richard Attenborough, um, who also just turned it down. <sighs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't particularly like any of those casting choices. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad they didn't go in those directions. Like especially Christopher Lee. Like, it's hard to look at Christopher Lee and not see like a sinister <laughs> guy. Right. 
Um, and yet, like none of them have Dumbledore vibes. This mm-hmm. this guy's this guy's got him for days though. Yeah, it's. I I think I definitely prefer uh, this Dumbledore to Richard Harris. I mean, I liked Richard Harris, but like, I don't know. I feel like we talked about this already. But yeah, we 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 did. Uh, Richard Harris is like really good for the Dumbledore you get in the first couple right books. He's like soft spoken. Um, yeah. Like, He's like, like a grandfatherly figure. Yes. But that that's what you thought of Dumbledore when you read the first three books when you were a kid. And mm-hmm. when you read them all, that's not the Dumbledore. <laughs> that you no. can't imagine that Dumbledore anymore. Dumbledore is an asshole. He is. <laughs> he is he is like a, a conniving kind of sinister dude mm-hmm. who like tricks kids into thinking he's nice. <laughs> Oh yeah, a hundred. Yeah, ooh, Dumbledore. Ooh. I'm gonna have a lot of thoughts on Dumbledore in the next, uh, the the last few movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really, I really like him in this one because he mm-hmm. he does he has that like, he has the vibes of like a dude you trust who's like giving right. you advice, but it also seems like. In this one, it's more overt that he's aware of everything that's going on, and he is. He's like using Harry to right. do stuff. Yeah. Ooh. Which is which is what's going on over the whole series. Yes. Like that th- those elements are missing in the first two of mm-hmm. like Dumbledore. Dumbledore's got it all figured out. And he's weirdly mm-hmm. using this kid to get it done. Mm-hmm. Ooh. A lamb to slaughter, you know? Uh- yep. <laughs> I mean, we get we get to the next one where he screams at Harry. It's gonna be oh, great. Oh, oh, I can't wait. Calmly, she screams at him. Yep. <laughs> the final tidbit of trivia that I have written down: um, the fart machine prank. So, um, in when they're all the students are all Sirius Black breaks into the castle. Uh, all the students are in the Great Hall in sleeping bags, have a nice big slumber party. Um, they put... Dane Radcliffe was next to a girl he liked at the time. So, of course, Sir uh, Michael Gammon, and Alan Rickman, and Alfonso Cron uh, put a fart machine in his sleeping bag and would set it off during... while they were filming. <laughs> and it's... There, there's a video of it, and it's, it's one of my favorite things. I... Uh, let me tell you what, good stuff. That's that's, that's funny. funny. Um, but yeah, that, that wraps up my trivia bit. Um, <laughs> I love trivia. Um, so I guess I should probably give a plot summary. Um, so we're back, baby. Third year mm-hmm. Hogwarts. Um, but. There's a murderer on the series. Uh, no, not uh, murderer on the loose. Uh, yeah, they, they, it takes him a while to explain that he's a murderer because, like, the yeah. first, they're like, oh, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. And they're like, what's this guy do? And they're like, well, he turned in Harry's parents to Voldemort. He's like, that's not murder. <laughs> that's like, 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 yeah, he's probably like, that makes him responsible for the death. But that's not murder. And then eventually they get around, oh, nobody killed this other guy, too. <laughs> he killed 12 
13 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He killed like, yeah, he, he, he killed this like guy who's not very important and then some other people who we don't even name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The important thing is that he, he, he gave over Harry Potter's parents. That's the yeah. worst thing that he did. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he, he's, he's on the loose. The first person to break out of the wizarding prison, Azkaban. Dun, dun, dun. Nobody knows how they do it. Nobody, or excuse me, how he did it. Nobody knows where he's at. So Harry, of course, goes along to Hogwarts. Um, then, you know, he does his Hogwarts things throughout the way. He learns, you know, serious black guy, his godfather. Gave his parents over. Killed some people. You know, some big deals. You get to the end. Yeah. This is where all the plot twists happen. So, serious black, good dude. Escape prison because he's a dog. Defense well, actually, <laughs> if if you watch this movie, mm-hmm. you don't know how he escaped prison. They never talk about it at <laughs> all. Never talk. You're absolute. Oh my god, you're right. They never. They didn't explain a few things in this movie, which I do. I do have uh, a couple things written down about what they did not explain at all that I picked up. Um, Remus Lupin, who is the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor who grew up with Sirius Black and uh, Harry's father and one of the guys that Sirius kills. Werewolf. Um, Ron's rat, Scabbers. Peter Pentagrew, a.k.a. the dude that Sirius Black killed. He's alive. Um, Peter Pentagrew gets away. There's some time travel stuff. Sirius Black gets away on a hippogriff. Um, Remus Lupin, he quits his job um yep yep (laughs) because werewolves people don't like werewolves yeah that's bullshit like of all the things going on in this world (laughs) like there are literally (laughs) evil people like the the equivalent of like what's going on in this world versus like what we have in real life (laughs) like snape is a nazi Like, so they have literal Nazis <laughs> teaching at the school, but like, oh, there's this werewolf. That's really <laughs> fucked up. First, you had Voldemort on the back of his head for Pete's sake. It was like, what? Yeah. Come on. There's a lot worse things going on than a guy <laughs> who turns into a wolf once a month. <laughs> and the defense against art professors just get worse. I like, McGonagall's a cat. <laughs> she is a cat, Yeah. <laughs> like so like anim- being an animagus is totally fine it's just if you are a werewolf that's the only right. thing they care about yeah and it's like they have a potion now that'll like you know not cause them to 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 hurt people but no it's like yeah he forgets it one time god forbid <laughs> man all he does is it here actually no he doesn't injure anybody he doesn't exactly Oh, yeah, because I thought I thought I was like, oh well, he hurt Ron, but like that doesn't matter. That but was, no, uh, fucking serious black. Yeah, yeah he. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is. Ugh, I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, so that's so that's the plot summary of Prisoner Rescue Man. Um, so. Oh, sorry. I couldn't read. What does that writing say? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, some notes I have about this movie. Not not particular gripes. Not yet. Those are a little further down. Okay. So, just some, some notes. Beginning of the, the movie. When 
Aunt Marge. Oh, by the way, Aunt Marge blows up, floats away. It's fine. It doesn't really matter, but it happens. Okay, so before before we get to Aunt Marge. Yes. I have I, I have I have notes about the first scene in the movie. Oh, okay, hit me. It's nighttime. It's nighttime. Harry Potter. He's under his blanket. Mm-hmm. What's he doing? He he's... playing with his wand. <laughs> he's practicing light spells. <laughs> yep. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Worst spell that you can be doing at that time. <laughs> Worst time to be practicing that spell. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Harry. Hey. And like, not even just to not get caught, but like, he like, like, that's a, that's, that's a, that's a powerful, like, like, he woke up the whole damn neighborhood with that. <laughs> it did. It's so bright. It started the movie. Like, that's, it just, it's so bright. It's so bright. Okay. And it then stay. yeah, yeah. Ro- ro- we we get the title card. Aunt Marge shows up. Aunt Marge. What do you got? She's like, "Yo, what up? I'm gonna insult Harry and his whole family real quick." Harry's upset. Yeah. She blows him up. Excuse me. He blows her up into a balloon, and buttons start popping up. Hits <laughs> Dudley Square in the forehead. <laughs> completely takes him out. How does a singular button take down that big of a boy? I don't know. He I so so I thought about this. He do, he does get back up. He does. And like, that would hurt. Again. Yeah, he gets back up and he gets hit again. It's. I, I think he's dropping to the ground more out of like, oh shit, stuff's flying at me, than it is like, oh, I got hit in the head. Um, it's weird that it seems that Aunt Marge shows up for no other reason than she wants to fuck with Harry. Again, we, we, we've, we've chronicled this through, throughout the first two movies. The Dursleys are idiots. <laughs> For, for just treating a guy who can kill them at any point <laughs> like an absolute like it, even if he doesn't that's not what you to. do it's you piss him off enough like bad things are gonna happen it's the thing like they, they skipped over it in like the second one but like in the in the first one and stuff it's all like it's all happening on accident just because he right. can, like he'll accidentally do magic and stuff so it's mm-hmm. like yeah you don't want to piss off the guy who accidentally does crazy <laughs> shit all the time <laughs> It's like if you find out that, like, your nephew's Damien from The Omen, and you're like, I'm going to go fuck with that kid. <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could happen, huh? Uh, uh, Dursleys, damn Dursleys. They got a lot of TVs in their house. They do. <laughs> I got a three. They're a dumb family. <laughs> they are. It looked like, I, I at first thought it was, like, a QVC-like channel, but no, I think it was a game show, you know? Just, <laughs> I really wanted to know what was on Like, TV. isn't it... Isn't it supposed to be like kind of hard to get TVs in Britain in the nineties? It's a great. Like, don't you have to? Don't they? Don't they like license their TVs from the government? I don't know. That's. I remember that being. That might have been earlier than that, but. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. That is. We'll that ask is... Tom Dak about that. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me message him real quick. <laughs> okay. I got some notes. So you do yeah, that. Yeah. I'll be talking. Okay. So so Harry takes off. Um, with literally no plan, he just leaves. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he goes to a park for some reason. <laughs> with his big old chest doesn't take his owl with him. I assume that he just let the owl go free. Um, yeah, I. How oh, that's true. Uh, Harry. 
Well, you know, I, I bet it was like he went up to his room and just like let Hedwig out. Yeah. Or just like, we'll meet up later. You, you're, you're magic or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Harry sees a dog and is just like really obsessed with the dog for some reason. <laughs> like, like, like he gets growled at by a dog. Mm-hmm. The night bus shows up. And then instead of just getting on the bus, he's like still looking for the dog. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dogs are around, dude. <laughs> It's not like a weird thing to see is you're at the park in the middle of the night and you see a dog. That's not like out of the normal. Um, the night bus is free, I guess. Apparently. In the book, it, it's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's, movies, like, it, it's like a public service, I guess. I guess yeah. Uh, again, all wizard jobs are bullshit. All <laughs> wizard jobs are bullshit. Um, <laughs> Tom responded. <laughs> <laughs> he said he has no idea before my time i'm afraid so well i might be making that up. i feel like i heard about that somewhere we, we, we that might have been like the the 70s or 80s though okay i'll look it up later um <laughs> it's weird that so the next day is when they leave for hogwarts yeah okay okay i've got <laughs> Grape about this. Okay. So if Harry never would have blown up Aunt Marge and gone to the Leaky Cauldron, how the hell would he have gotten his books? Yeah, good question. She's been <laughs> shopping already. <laughs> ah, he doesn't have any of his stuff. Yeah, that's oh, weird. Uh, Tom says, uh, you need a TV license to watch TV. Oh, that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> What's what does going that mean? Over in the UK? What does that mean? Talk you have to have a TV license to watch mean? TV? Do you have to take a test? <laughs> Let me ask. Uh, yeah, it's... There is, this it's, isn't what I thought it was, but it's almost equally as weird. <laughs> it is. We're, we're, on a, we're on a different track now. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, it's weird that the Daily Prophet did a cover story about uh, the Weasley's trip to Egypt. That's weird. <laughs> um, it is. Why? Let's see. Uh, um. Oh, you know what I'm annoyed about? Okay, so in the books, this happens yeah. a lot sooner in the summer, and Harry goes on all these cute little Diagon Alley adventures. Like, he goes to ice cream every day. Like, the, the dude, he does his homework at the ice cream place. He gets free ice cream. All this stuff. And it sets up the firebolt. And why... What the hell it is. And why it's a big deal. Because... Why is it a big deal? Because it, it, it goes fast. It's the fastest broom in the world. This yeah, also- but was it... Because we were told that the Nimbus 2000 was mm-hmm. the fastest broom in the world. Right. Been a couple years. Like mm-hmm. two years. Right. And this is just like the new fastest broom? Was it always the fastest broom? Did I, they lie about the Nimbus 2000? I I don't... Uh, is it a Nimbus Firebolt? Is it like the same company? Nimbus, that's, a, mm, that's a great question. <coughs> but we will never know because they never set it up in the damn movie. Um, oh, yep. update on, on licensing... <laughs> Okay. Uh, Tom yeah. says, no test. You just gotta pay for one per household, and he thinks it's only for the BBC channels. Hmm. Well, okay. <laughs> we, le- we learned about UK televisions today. He doesn't there know if go. this was a thing in the 90s, though. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, there we go. I assume it probably was. It'd be weird for yeah. them to like that seems like a very outdated kind of thing. Although like maybe maybe that in some way like funds the BBC channels. Who knows? It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> um Ice cream every day, that's not smart for you, Harry. Um, you're an <laughs> athlete. Yeah. Um, and he's at, yeah, it's, he's got to keep up his, his physique. Uh, yeah, that would, it would make a lot more sense if that was, but also like, he's just living in the leaky cauldron <laughs> for a couple months. Yes, that's weird. He's living, like, he's <laughs> like 13. He's just running rampant. Anyway, you're, you should just let a 13-year-old rent a hotel room for a couple months. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> be, oh, that would be atrocious. Um, the, the, they completely changed the Leaky Cauldron design in this. Like, it's they just do. like it's a completely different thing than what we saw the last time. Um, I really like the, like the uh, the upstairs design where everything, mm -hmm. yeah, like like I said before, everything's just like off tilt and just kind right. of. The architecture is like, huh, who would who would do that this way? This doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, every yeah, everybody shows up mm -hmm. to the leaky cauldron. Convenient. Yeah, like I get why the Weasleys are there. Like, oh yeah, we'll pick up Harry. We'll take him to King's Cross. Why is Hermione there? That's a great question. Like she's just with the cat, just there. Yeah. Like, because you're all going to meet on the train anyways. Like, right. You would think. Unless I, which I highly doubt that she waited until the very last day to get her books. But I highly doubt that. No, that, that doesn't not, make sense. That it's not Hermione. Mm -mm. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Tom the Innkeeper and his uh, Jimmy Carlaff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I just wanted to shout okay. that out. He sounds exactly like a J Jimmy Carr from uh, and Undead Cats. Yeah, no, no, I, 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 know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, you, you know what I'm talking about with the the Weasley trip to Egypt? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, do, it is. does that get brought up in the books at all? Like, why it, are they talking about that? It is. So, Arthur Weasley won some sort of like lottery thing in the ministry and he huh. won all of this gold and that's why they went to egypt because huh. uh their eldest son bill is there this is also the only time we ever see charlie weasley by the way in that picture really yeah this is he's in and charlie's the one who does dragons in yes. romania right exactly and yeah. bill hangs out at in egypt in which egypt. is why they went yeah Okay. He's a I was gonna say. I mean, you seem like you're always poor, but you should not, not not take a vacation, like save the money or whatever. But mm -hmm. okay, when saw their son, that's nice. Yeah. Um. Uh, why is uh why why is the professor riding on the Hogwarts Express <laughs> going to Hogwarts? Know. I don't. I, I didn't understand that either. That's one of my questions. <laughs> How do the professors get to Hogwarts? So I know. Like, I believe McGonagall has a house at Hogs in Hogsmeade. Um, okay. So she Smart. just sort of lives there. And I believe yeah. that my, I would assume nice commute. other professors. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I assume other professors probably live there. Um, flu powder, too, probably. Like, they, they open that up. It's like, here you go. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
yeah th- those are my assumptions at least uh but um yeah he's taking the train for some reason with all the kids that's <laughs> yeah, weird yes. <laughs> and also he's how long has he been on that train because he shows up and he's <laughs> passed out <laughs> never left he's just yeah like how long does the hogwarts express hang out in that station (laughs) he's been there for at least an hour (laughs) it doesn't loop and why um ron also almost completely forgot the plot twist he almost forgot scabbers there's molly weasley coming along like ron you forgot scabbers and then, oh no! They, that they keep rubbing that rat right in your face. Do not forget about this rat. This rat is important. <laughs> we like this rat. We need. You need to understand that Ron has a rat. <laughs> Which, by the way, it's not on the approved pets list. It's frogs, it's owls, and cats are the three pets that you can have at Hogwarts. <laughs> and Ron said, "Well, nope. Ron does have an owl." He does. Or do, do I guess so, all the Weasley boys probably share an owl, right? So yeah, so because an owl's not a pet. No. An owl like that, that is like a. It's like a like like a like an actual like <laughs> important thing to have as a wizard. Like it's not a pet. <laughs> it's like having a laptop. It's like sending emails. <laughs> it's the best pet. <laughs> So, uh, mm, no, it's a, so so how the 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 owl the Weasley owls, so mm-hmm. Errol is for the whole family. Errol's the old the old owl. Yeah, the one that flies around got uh, <laughs> left Hagrid in uh, Azkaban for like an extra week. <laughs> why, would, why? Why the family out? Isn't the family out at the family house? Why is that at Hogwarts? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that like we're going back a movie, but it's weird that like Dumbledore like handed those to Ron. It's like okay, go take care of these, and he took it to his family owl instead of just going to the owlery and being like, "Hey, Dumbledore wants this delivered." It just doesn't make sense. That's that's on Ron. That's yeah. No, he's an idiot. Um, and then Percy has an owl, Hermes, which is just per- Percy's owl. He got it when he got prefect. Um, and then Ron does get, it's not in, I don't know if he ever actually makes an appearance in the movies, but at the end of the third book, Sirius Black gifts him a little owl that he calls Pig, Pig Widgeon, huh. um, because Sirius feels bad that he took Scabbers away, or like Scabbers <laughs> is gone. That <laughs> yeah, seriously seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. Um, he does. <laughs> is there a difference between prefect and head boy? So prefect. So there are uh, a girl and a boy prefect for each house for fifth and sixth okay. year, fifth, sixth, and seventh years, and then head boy and head grosser are like they're they're like that's the next level up there. They're like the supervisors of all the prefects. And they like do the okay. scheduling and whatnot. Yeah, I was gonna say Percy really wants you to know that he's head boy in this <laughs> he movie. He is head boy, damn it. <laughs> he shows up in one <laughs> in each of these movies he gets one scene. And in the first two, it's just like I don't know, he's not doing anything. And this one <laughs> he is standing on the stairs screaming over and over again that he is head boy. <laughs> That's Percy for you. 
<laughs> I really enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> Percy's. Uh, we need more Percy. Damn it. <laughs> he. Is, I mean, we we get more Percy in in uh, one of these later movies. He's real dick. He is. He is. And then we we get no redemption at the end. Anyway, that's that's for that movie. But, um. So. <laughs> there um something that annoys me um harry just always seems to forget he has an invisibility cloak yeah um which is annoying yeah when he's just wandering the castle in this one yeah. in the middle of the night like you're not supposed to be doing that no like snape catches him and like he's more worried of like it's just like no like this is forbidden like <laughs> You don't have to, like, try to, like, get him with this weird paper that he's got in his hand. Like, <laughs> he's not supposed to be doing this. Just don't get it. Uh, it uh, and it's not the first time. Uh, and it's not going to be the last time. And he's like, hey, I got this cool, this cool cloak that will help me get out of trouble, but I'm not going to ever use it. Just come on, Harry. Damn it. Yeah, he's just, he takes it for granted, really. He really does. <laughs> Give it to someone who will use it and not get in trouble. Speaking of Snape, Snape uh, yes. Alan Rickman's going all out in this movie. Yes! Yes! Love Alan um, Rickman. When he, he, he uh, shows up dressed as uh, in Neville's grandmother's clothes. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, when Harry blasts him in the Shrieking Shack. <laughs> awesome. Um, that never gets resolved. No, you're right. They, they just leave it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, like, when they did that, I was like, it's like, everybody's like, you attacked the teacher. I was like, yeah, I assumed that, like, Lupin's just gonna, like, stupefy him or whatever. Like, right. and yeah, it'll, it'll be fine or whatever. But no, they just never close that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good. Dumbledore just hates Snape so much that Snape's gonna show up and be like, Harry Potter attacked me, and he's gonna be like, awesome. Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, high five, Harry. Like, it, uh, because in the books, oh, no. Yeah, no, they never do res Yeah, no, forget it. They're just, just, oh, Snape. Oh, yeah. He's just like, yeah, fuck you, Snape. I'm gonna hire a worse defense against the Dark Arts <laughs> teacher next year. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> Well, sort of. He's... That, that's for next book. <laughs> or next movie, I suppose. Um, there's no... Uh, oh, the Shrieking Shrek. I love that it sways, but I'm not gonna lie, it made me a little queasy. And that might be because I have a cold, and I'm a bit more susceptible to, to get nauseous, but oh boy. Maybe I'm, I'm just getting in my... As I age... <laughs> It's just gonna make me feel more sick just watching that the the streaky and them in the shrieking shack, but it really sways back and forth. Yeah, it's cool. They built like that whole set on like a gimbal, so it would just like yeah. rock back and forth. It's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. <sighs> I mean, okay. I mean, here's here's another thing: is they show up and they're like the shrieking shack. That's the most haunted building in in all of, in all of England. Right. It's like Hogwarts is down the road, and it's got like a hundred ghosts. <laughs> Also, the reason it's the Shrieking Shack is because that's where Lupin would go during, um, when he would turn to a werewolf in his school years. There is a gap of how X amount of years where there was just nothing. Yeah, like, 
unless he 25 came back, years something like that yeah so i don't how does this still have that reputation I yeah i mean it would people would still like it would have a reputation as like a right. haunted house mm-hmm. like there were houses where i grew up that were like that house is haunted it was just like a, uh-huh. a place where nobody had lived in like mm-hmm. you know right like 50 years or something mm-hmm. okay. that makes sense that but like, but to call it the most haunted house, yeah, like, that's like people are doing ex, like, like, yeah, like tours there. <laughs> it's, oh, just, uh, also, so Siri, they get serious back to the castle, or Sirius mm-hmm. goes back to the castle. He's in like his little cellar or whatever tower thing, and Hermione goes and explodes the lock off. Yes. Yeah. Why not just Alhamora? Because I'm sure that's the same type of lock that they used with Fluffy in the Philosopher's Stone in the first movie that Hermione could just easily open with Alhomora. You know, you would like to think that if you're keeping like a murderer locked okay, up, yeah, no, you would want a better lock. <laughs> but sense. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. They don't. They don't do anything else in these movies that would suggest that they would do that. But that's <laughs> okay. I take it back. No, that makes sense. Why she had a blast open the door? Well, I mean, she doesn't even try. No. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, when Harry Potter, uh, they they give them the Marauder's Map, which is really really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the Weasleys have had it. I guess the entire time they're there. Mm-hmm. And they give it to Harry just because. Yeah. Um, doesn't... That doesn't seem like something they would do. Right. But whatever. They it's had cool. to give it to him somehow. <laughs> and that's but so, what they decided. There, there's a bunch of secret exits to mm-hmm. get out of Hogwarts. Right. Harry Potter takes the invisibility cloak this time, even though he's going out a secret exit. So, uh, I guess he can't get seen in town. So, yeah, that makes sense. But it's snowy, so they'll see your footprints anyway. Yeah, but whatever, ghost. <laughs> but so he shows up into this uh, candy shop. He takes a lollipop. He's walking around with it. <laughs> he he's wearing an invisibility cloak. Can't eat a lollipop that way. No. No, and you can't even like lick it or anything because the cloak's going to be in the way. Because, yeah. like, you assume, like, you have to be under, like, if it goes under the cloak, it'll be invisible. But uh, I don't. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But you also, he, you wouldn't be able to grab the lollipop off of somebody's hand. That's true, because you, you, you'd be able to see the hand. Cause yeah. you get, oh, my gosh. It's just a weird thing. You don't, know, like, Harry, like, grabbed that and was like, ah, yeah, I'm going to take this lollipop. And I like, <laughs> walked a couple feet and was like, I can't do anything with this. Just threw it away. <laughs> Stole some candy from kid. Wasn't it Neville? Yeah. I think he stole it from Neville. Yeah, it's Neville, or um, it it might have been the kid who, when they're in divination class, is like explains what the grim is. Oh yeah, yeah. It might have been that kid. I I can't really remember. Yeah, no, that would that would make sense. Um, they never, unless I somehow just my brain went blank at some point. They never talked about who the Messers were. Um, and why that could possibly be important. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs. The the creators of the Marauder's Map. Because <laughs> it's like... They're a called the Messers? I thought they were called the Marauders. Well, in the, like, 
when you when you do the uh, sell my swear I'm up to no good, it's like the Messrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Pavlo, and Prongs present the Marauder's Map or whatever. I, they, I think it's yeah, they they don't. I think you can kind of I I think you can figure it out. Yeah. I think most people do figure it out. They they do, but you. But yeah, no, they they it. it it's pretty easy to figure out. Explain the, the prongs thing would have actually yeah. made a lot more sense. Because another thing that's really dumb about this movie mm-hmm. is Harry sees that Patronus across and just assumes it's his dad. It's, it's my dad. For my no dad, reason. Dad. And Harley's like, He's like, no, guys, definitely my dad. And everybody's like, no, dude. No, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh. And they never really go into, like, how. Like, the Fidelis charm, and, like, how exactly Sirius betrayed. Like, yeah, sure, he told, like, like They don't talk about it at all. Right, yeah, like, the magic of why it it, it is such a big deal. Like, it's obviously, it'd be a big deal. But, like, it's even, it's an even bigger deal because of, like, this charm that, like. Yeah, what is is this whole deal? Because I haven't read this book since I was in, like, fourth grade. (laughs) I got you. All right. I read it earlier this year. So, the Fidelis charm. So, so we'll just do it uh, with the example of, of uh, Lily and James Potter. So, Lily and James Potter, their little cottage um, is, is hidden. They don't tell anybody, um, which keeps it, like, invisible to, any, to anybody, except they have to have a, what's called a secret keeper who knows where it is. Um, and that secret keeper is believed to be Sirius Black. And then if, but if you were to tell somebody, then that person that you tell would also be able to see it. Um, so it's like, you probably shouldn't tell people. Um, but at the last minute, uh, they switched the secret keeper over to Peter Pentagrew. Um, and then Peter tells Voldemort, which is how he can find the Potters. But like, before Voldemort could never see it because it was invisible. Um... And that's the Fidelis. Oh, okay. Charm. Well, we see it later in these movies, and it's just like it's a house on a street. Like it's not like hidden anywhere. So that's weird. Right? Yeah. It would be it, it, or like it like Voldemort would like show up into that town and not there. Well, this is empty lot here. <laughs> it's probably it's it's probably one of those things where it's just like it like doesn't like register in your right. brain somehow instead of it being like literally invisible. But yeah, right, it's right. funnier to think of them like walking around <laughs> town. There's just the, this. Empty lot in the middle of the, like all these condos. <laughs> Prime real estate right there. Wonder why nobody buys it, it. It's weird that they trust Peter Pettigrew at all when he, yeah, he obviously is a bad guy. Like you could just why? look at him. Yeah, why not just like give it to you know maybe Lupin the uh, the the good guy? I don't. Uh... Like why not just yeah Lupin or Sirius Black like yeah why not just keep like it why. Serious? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Why? Uh, there's, there's like a, there's a giant list of like 100 percent trustworthy <laughs> people in this world, and you pick this guy. <laughs> the one guy not on the list. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. The guy who ter- is a literal rat. <laughs> he is. It's um, all signs point. To, uh, do you think you get to choose the animal that you turn into? No, I don't think so. I think it's I think it's like the Patronus where it's like an aura thing. Ooh. Because like why turn into a deer? It seems dumb. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah, no, that's <laughs> Which animal do you think you would turn into if you became an Animagus? 
Huh. I think I think I have cat energy. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, I think I'd probably be a cat. I would hope I'd be a penguin. <laughs> Why not? Seems inconvenient. It does. I can't fly. Why not? <laughs> penguin time. Yeah, that would be really inconvenient. Maybe I'm not a... I don't know. I'm going penguin. Um, <coughs> They... Cedric, mm, Cedric Diggory is technically supposed to be in this movie, and Cho Chang, and sort of like I start think that technically setup. Cedric is in this movie. He is, but it's I not... mean j- just just following like the logic, we right. see the we see the Hufflepuff seeker, so yeah. that has to be Cedric. It's, be it's Cedric. just not, Told. it's just not the same actor, right? Um, and they also in the book, this is when like the Cho Chang romantic storyline starts to get set up but she's not in it she just sort of shows up in Goblet of Fire and Harry's enamored Boom. yeah yeah it's <sighs> meh yeah books movies Cho Chang really doesn't need to be in here at all like she uh she really doesn't but like uh of the things of Harry Potter that haven't aged well, Cho Chang is one of those things. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? It's not so bad what we got. No, no, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> um, What? Animagus. So I yeah. probably should have, yeah, said the question this before. They're okay. clothes. So, like, mm-hmm. Peter Pentagrew, he transforms from rat into human, and he's clothed. Yeah. And then he transformed back back into a rat, but his clothes are still there. Like, what's that do? Does he just get copies of clothes? Wait. Huh. <laughs> huh. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. That's not how it's supposed to work. Because it's it's transfiguration, so it's like your whole right everything. Exactly. Yeah, that's weird. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. How can we never figure out what happened? Like they don't really tie up the Peter Pettigrew. No, they don't. He just sort of scurries along. Where does he go? Well, we know where he goes, but like, where does he go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll find out. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> um, and then the last. Why did Peter Pettigrew sit around for twelve years as a rat? That's really dumb. That yeah, you <laughs> like because the the minute he decides to not be a rat anymore, he's like immediately starts hanging out with Volt. Like right, yeah, he. Could... What are you doing? Like I mean, I guess he has to pretend to be dead, but also not really. Yeah, clearly he goes into hiding long enough, like during. Gob- uh, gob- yeah, no, because he's, he's technically in hiding Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix. It doesn't come out that he's not dead until Sirius Black dies at the end of- Spoilers! The end of Order of the Phoenix. So it's like, he's just- I mean, he could have just done that for the 14 or 12 years, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, there are plenty of Death Eaters who are just hiding. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Ugh, I just don't- uh, he's, he's pretty stupid, so I guess- He is. It, ugh. Boy. It it also it's a way of hiding that requires no effort. So. Yeah, that's true. He just gets to be in a nice, loving home. 
Yeah. Well, he's also very clearly gone crazy to the point where he is just like a rat person <laughs> yes. now. Shout out to Timothy Timothy Small who plays him because he makes yeah that the uh, he's a really good actor. Oh, there, we got so many good actors in this we one. Do yeah, we really we really hit, hit the point where like if you're a famous British actor, you're in Harry Potter you're now. Harry Potter, yep. <laughs> like, yeah, Gary Oldman, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Gary Oldman, Emma Thompson, mm-hmm. David Thewlis. <sighs> yeah, so good. They they know what they're doing with that cast and stuff. Emma Thompson killing it in this movie. A hundred percent. So good. Just oh my gosh. Oh, I love Harry Potter. Um, I and the, the, I feel like I can say so much about this movie. The last thing that I have written down is my favorite. One of my favorite scenes of the whole franchise is the the end shot. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking. What a way to end your movie, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a good way to end a movie. I don't know why they decided to do that. It's such. Oh. It throws me off every time. It's like, oh, that's that's how pursuit. Oh my god! Ends. Yeah, just flies at the camera, and it's like. <laughs> Like it's all blurry too because they're trying to make it seem like it's like he's all they like the aperture didn't didn't catch him right or whatever. Oh my god! There, there is, there's like a, a meme of it with like a little cupcake in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, like he he makes that kind of like weird yell too. He does. Like wow. <laughs> Fast broom. Fast, fast broom. Just... Oh, pretty good movie. Pretty, pretty, pretty good movie. Do you have any other thoughts and feelings? Um, one one little thing that was kind of weird mm-hmm. in this movie is like so when P uh, when Harry's facing off the bogger, right? Right. And so it 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 turns into a a dementor, and then like Lupin jumps in the way, and like like no, and like makes does does the whole thing. Like turns into a balloon. Well, he actually it turns into the moon first, and then he turns that into a balloon. Right. Um. But then later they're talking, and he's like, "You stopped the Boggart because you thought it was going to turn into Voldemort." It's like it was it was already a dementor when he stopped it. Right. Yeah. Like it it was was that like. So that's clearly what they intended when they shot it, and like mm-hmm. the editing is just like must have just got jumbled there for some reason. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you're. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just weird because they specifically call it out, and it's just like when you watch the scene, it's like it's not what happened there at all. <laughs> It does take like a super long time for the bogger to turn into the Dementor, right? Yeah, it, I don't know. But it's, it, yeah, it's just it's just a weird scene in the movie. It is. It's got another big spider. Yeah, it does. Not a fan. Big old black widow. Big old black widow. And the roller skates. 
Uh, that not funny. <laughs> I don't care if You're not really if a spider is in the clown makeup or whatever. It's still got eight legs staring at me. I'm okay. Can you turn that snake into that super creepy jack in the box? It's like scarier than the snake. <laughs> Froddy. It, uh, it just. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. Uh, mm, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Which I'm finding. What like, what, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the, the Boggart stuff. Yeah, we, I, know, we I get a nice like rule of three. Like you, you got three people in there, but I want I want to see Draco be really scared or whatever. Yeah. I want to see what Hermione's afraid of. Like, there's well, a, some I, good character stuff in, you can do there. In the books, it does show that Hermione's just scared of a failed test. <laughs> like that is her bogger is huh. a, is a failed exam, <laughs> which is okay. Well, I'm glad they didn't put that in the movie then. <laughs> well, like, I I wish. Because they have, this is like the first year they have final exams, not cancelled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Harry's there. <laughs> and uh, for, for Lupin's final, it's just like sort of an obstacle course of different creatures that they met throughout like the, 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 the year. Which I was like, oh, that would have been cool to see. I mean, I get why they, had a, they cut it. It's just exams, but... Yeah, that's not really something you need to put in your movie. <laughs> no, just for me. The McKenna May cut. Put the final exam in, please. Well, yeah, it's, this is the only movie where, like, we're not at the end of the school year when right. the movie ends. Oh, because the, the, the movie ends, and it's, like, just be become winter. Yeah. Like, this, actually, like, we don't get a Christmas scene in this one, right? Mm-mm, we don't. Yeah, no. so we, we would have to assume that this happened before Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, this Take one care. just cuts off, like, in the middle of the school year. <laughs> Harry was very efficient in his problem solving <laughs> this year. The one year he's efficient. <laughs> uh, this is, this is where... Shit's about to get real next next movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We're, uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that, that that's one thing I kind of want to talk about. We talked about this a little bit, I think, off mic um, mm -hmm. last week. But uh, it's interesting that like I think this is both of our favorite Harry Potter movie. I think yes. it's the majority of people's Harry favorite Harry Potter movie, mm -hmm. and this is the only one where Voldemort's not in it at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like. I think I think there was there was opportunity like obviously from like the next movie forward and stuff like mm -hmm. it's very actually yeah because because things will kick off next movie but then it's like two movies of like kind of nothing happening mm -hmm. um it's like it would have been cool for them to explore more just like there's other stuff going on than Voldemort you know like, right you just, yeah we can just have a little adventure over here that doesn't like Voldemort is mentioned and stuff, and like it's like it's stuff from Harry's past that's not Voldemort, Voldemort. right? Like that's that's cool, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's I think that's why this movie stands out so much from the rest of them, right? Is that this one is like it is very different from the other ones because it's just mm -hmm. like yeah, we're not dealing with Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, it's it's building. I suppose, like, especially, like, with Harry's, like, we learn more about, like, why Harry, or, uh, 
William James were killed and how they were yeah. like how that came to be and everything and the importance of that. Um, this is this is one of like the meatiest for like the backstory about everything that was going mm-hmm. on before. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Love we also didn't talk about how off the rails this movie goes at the end. We didn't talk about time travel at all. Oh, shit, that's right. That's, oh, uh, time travel. That's Yeah. This movie goes off the goddamn rails. It really does. It's just... Uh, uh, Isn't it... that Gaslight Ron at the end for no reason? <laughs> Poor Ron. He just lost his rat. His leg's broken. Dumbledore keeps hitting his broken leg. And they're just like, you know what? Yeah, he's he's like, I literally just saw you guys time travel. And they're like, no, you didn't, you idiot. (laughs) I know, he was right there. Oh, Vaughn, what are we going to do with you, bud? (laughs) But yeah, good movie. Good movie. Real good movie. Next week, we got Goblet of Fire, and I'm very excited. Yeah, you keep talking this one up about you got stuff to say. I can't. I, I'm interested in hearing what you're gonna be saying. Stuff to say. Strap in. <laughs> the grapes. I'm, I'm gonna be. Are... I'm gonna be strapped in all week. Good. Waiting for this. <laughs> There's gonna be so many grapes. You're not even ready. I wish. Oh, I. I okay. To, te- to tease it a little bit. Uh, so I. I reread the books. Uh, last year, going into this year. And I would watch the movie after I finished the book. And it was the first time I ever went back to back like that. And I was so pissed off when I watched Goblet of Fire. Wow. I, so I, I sort of wish that would have happened for, for this, this round. But I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to be mad again. <laughs> okay. Just, just, okay. Just to prep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a fun episode. Just prepared to. Preparing everyone. <laughs> what what are you looking forward to to a Goblet of Fire? Um, uh, Harry's weird haircut. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Nobody cuts their hair. Uh, he just grows his hair out <laughs> long. Why not? Um, he's Robert Pattinson. I'm looking forward to Robert Pattinson. Ooh, I'm looking forward yeah. to Robert Pattinson. Hell yeah. And uh. Honestly, I can't, man, Goblet of Fire, I, I can't remember much of other than, like, Ooh, you know, the general premise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited then. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Um, there's going to be a dance. That'll be fun. Oh, dance time. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're they're going to, what, what I'm looking forward to next week is them doing the thing of, like, oh, my God, Hermione's hot. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's like she looks exactly the same. She does. Like they don't even do like, oh, she took off her glasses or whatever. It's like, no, she just looks exactly the same and they're like, whoa. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's gonna be it's gonna be, it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a good time next week. If I hundred percent will. Alright. Where can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Aces Wild Pod. Uh, you can find me at Potterpants212 on the Twitters. And then uh, you can also find me other places by clicking the little link in my bio. And that'll take you to more links. Woohoo! 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Links. Links. We love links. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> that wraps up Harry Potter movie magic time for uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>